podcasting is all about perfectionism. Welcome to Take 186 of How Do We Human. It's the podcast where we overanalyze all the weird and uncomfortable micro-moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. And today we're talking about... Perfectionism. <laughs> oh, you got it wrong again. No, no. We're going to have to start over. Uh, before we become perfect... <laughs> uh chris yeah tell me about some of your imperfections how you how, you <laughs> how much doing? time you got <laughs> an hour right. hour 20 max <laughs> yeah fuck around Hopefully with the thomas the tank engine max. song <laughs> yeah we got the thomas the tank engine song we've got uh, uh of course boeing we've got boeing. we're really building uh, a, a library yeah we We're going to have to mix, do a, a mashup of those two. <sighs> the world's been waiting. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm doing all right. I um, was on Cinco de Mayo Ooh. going to go bowling Ooh. on my first ever double date. Whoa. My girlfriend and I and her twin sister and uh, the guy that her sister has been seeing. I don't know if they're officially boyfriend and girlfriend. Let's I don't want to break that news. Let's <laughs> n- yeah, that's not a how do we human exclusive. Uh, we can't uh, we can't uh, break that news. Um, here's the thing. All of us live in the valley. Yeah, this is your. Your Eagle Rock, your Burbank, your Glendale, your North Hollywood area of uh, Los Angeles. All of these cities are within like 20 minutes of each other. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this, there are plenty of bowling alleys in these cities. (laughs) (laughs) But it was decided that what we should do on Cinco de Mayo at... Uh, like 7 p.m. We should drive into Hollywood Uh-oh. to go to a fancier bowling alley over there. Uh oh. And, and you know, to be fair, it seemed all right. It was going to be a 19 minute drive. That's that's not too bad. Not a little bad. bit of traffic, of course, but yeah. uh, only 19 minutes. That's doable. How long do you think it took Evan for <laughs> us to uh to get there? To get there, like get yes. there, park the car. Oof, I'm yep. scared now. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'll just I'll say forty minutes. Oh, I wish. Nah. <laughs> it was, uh, I think, an hour and ten minutes Ugh. to make that nineteen-minute commute. That's awful. Yeah, and it's because of uh, the Hollywood Bowl traffic mm. uh, that jammed everything up. Uh, and maybe that's, that's why ugh. I have a disdain for concerts. <laughs> well, yeah, as if you're in the traffic, it's no fun. <laughs> and it was an it was an artist I'd never heard of. I was gonna say, what was even happening at the Hollywood Bowl? It was. Uh, I think the artist was named Russ. Russ. Does that does that mean anything oh, to you? No, not at all. But. Uh, Two days after that, it was going to be John Mulaney doing stand-up. Well, that but that is someone I know. 
and that is definitely going to that definitely would have caused a lot of traffic but uh yeah it was like a bunch of artists i'd never heard of (laughs) not that that means much but uh just we really got to get in the weeds of the incredible city planning (laughs) that is that (laughs) hollywood area I've only yeah, I've only been in that specific traffic once and it was in an Uber. So I was like, I'm not driving. I'll pay someone yeah, else. Yeah, it to was do nice. That. I was a passenger as well. I did not drive <laughs> and it helped a lot. I was able to enjoy it once we got to be bowling. If I had been the driver, I would not have had fun uh at the bowling alley <laughs> by the time we got there. What uh not to spend too much time on this. What uh, fancy bowling place was this? Is it that Lucky Strike? Oh, that yeah, where is that? It's on uh Highland and um oh, Franklin. Oh, right, right in there in the thick yeah. of it. In the thick of it. That's an awful idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was told I had I've been to uh, a bowling alley in Burbank and yeah. it was seemed seemed like a bowling alley seemed like yeah. a solid That's place. My number one requirement of a bowling alley <laughs> is that it be a bowling alley. Yeah, that's almost it. One and only rule. Yeah, I was told that it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't nice enough. Damn. You know what would have been nice? <laughs> Getting there quickly. <laughs> Yes. And having a an expansive free parking lot oh, <laughs> instead of would have been uh, going to Hollywood. But at the end of the day, we all had a couple laughs. Uh, and it was a grand old time for my first ever double date. Oh, that is fantastic. Thank you. Welcome. Evan. <laughs> Who? How you doing? Oh, fine. Um, I don't. I have a, like story, story as much as news I need to share. Is, I, is it about my girlfriend's sister and uh, the guy she's been seeing? <laughs> uh, blind item. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is about something more important. Uh, this okay. Is about. Vons and their orange slices. The the candies? Of course the candies. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know the type. The signature select orange slices. We talked about them on our candy draft episode. It's a hot topic. Yeah. Or I guess we've more talked about We talked about, about peach, peach rings, rings but mostly, but orange those, slices came up. Those were involved. <laughs> Anywho... Those are my favorites. I love them oh so so much, and they changed. They changed. I don't know what they did, what? but they were sold out for a long time. And I was like, ah, I guess this just isn't a thing. Fine by me. I shouldn't eat them ever. <laughs> Probably just yeah. solidified toxic waste. <laughs> but they're very tasty. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, they're all in stock again. But the bag looked a little different, like a different shade of blue. I'm like, okay, well, let's give them a go. They're like, they're too soft. They don't have that chew, that kind of little bite to them. Uh-huh. And they're kind of bitter. Just soft and bitter. 
What is this shit? I'm mad. Are oranges in season right now? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what that could be part of it. Oh, yeah. Some mad scientists had to make something happen. Uh, But I can report the peach rings, also different, but delicious. So different. I would say better. Better? Okay. Don't ask. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You keep that question to yourself. Uh, (laughs) All right. Nah, yeah, you know, you, you'll like get a different brand of peach rings. It's like, oh, that one kind of tastes a little different, but it's like, they're all good. It's just like that. Just like another variation on them. Uh, I enjoyed them. But man, those orange slices are bad. And it broke my fucking heart. Um, that's tragic. It's really sad. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Unfortunately, your candy eating was not filled with perfection i strive for it perfect candy eating (laughs) i kind of do sometimes and that's weird you know what one area i do uh and i know not everybody loves this candy but uh, mentos not the mint ones but the fruit mentos i always had a Mm -hmm. weird like i need the i need the last one that i eat to be a purple one or really, really want that. And I, so I have to make a decision often if I'm like, cause you can get it from either end if you open both ends. And if that like second to last one is purple, I'm like, all right, do I flip it over, eat that other one first? And then I got the purple one last. So I, I, I don't know. I think I do. I strive for, for perfect candy eating experience. I guess I've never thought about that, but um, a coworker, um had bought like one of those rolls of um the tropical uh flavored uh starburst Mm, and he ate like just under half of them and then was like hey do you want some and i was like oh yeah sure and he said just take them like i I don't want to eat the rest of these um you know like a responsible adult yeah (laughs) i'm baffled whenever people do that i'm like yeah who are you trying to impress (laughs) right that's not normal (laughs) yeah because within like 15 minutes i ate the rest oh easy (laughs) and i i I did not mean to yeah (laughs) whatever (laughs) but it happened it just so happened i think um that i had two of each flavor uh, Mm. in the roll that's great and similar like i did not want to eat because uh, I think that my least favorite flavor would have been the one at the the end, and I was like, I'm not gonna, not gonna eat that one last. Oh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer yeah. way to go out. Same as like eating a pop tart and ending on the crust. What you, yeah. What are you doing? What, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasting my time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess I've never thought about it though. But yeah, you're right. That's just kind of a meal eating thing in general, not just candy. Like if there's a food on the plate that I like the most totally. and isn't temperature sensitive. Yeah. Because it, it might be like, oh, I have to eat this first so that it doesn't get cold. Um, but in general, I'll try to at least not save the thing I like the least for the end. Yeah. And it's weird how that like it, it does make you think like, are we like and we'll get into the depths of my horrible perfectionism that I have with myself. 
but like is that just the total antithesis to like wanting anything to be perfect is realizing like in a meal (laughs) truly the only thing i'm remembering is that last fucking bite (laughs) and i put that much weight into it (laughs) yeah now why does anything matter (laughs) it's it's all it's all just this fucking moment whatever i'm whatever i'm doing well, it's the first bite and the last bite for me. Yeah. I want to start strong and I want to finish strong. What happens in the middle, you know, who cares? The bulk of those bites are middle bites, though. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to start but... a Buddhist food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, I don't remember. This was a me topic that I brought to you a few weeks ago, and I don't remember why, but you recommended this, and then something happened <laughs> that was very relevant. And I'm like, ah, I should just pretend this is why, uh, but I don't want it. I'm, I'm honest. To a fault? Yeah. Uh, my fault. Uh, so, <laughs> this first off, I just want to say, like, Sometimes when we get a, to a topic like this, where it's like, you know, this is a gen- like when we did shame, where it's like, this is a genuine, like, I don't like this about myself sort of thing. Right. I try to like look online, like, what are some like, like, maybe other I could find other people have some funny stories and steal them. No, <laughs> like find other people's <laughs> stories that are funny and go and maybe that'll jog my memory and make me go like, oh, yeah, that this one time this funny thing happened to me my very brief research looking at just like awkward perfectionist stories is just like there's nothing funny about this there is this is just bad there's no humor to be found in perfectionism so uh, we got our work cut out for us to to make this fun <laughs> if, if we feel it lagging we yeah. just gotta play play some music and get right back to it Let's go. <laughs> what a, would that be like a good uh, if I could play that and do stand up and just play that much of it and then <laughs> cut it off to start each new joke? <laughs> yeah, instead of like your own catchphrase, like, yeah, you have the Thomas the Tank Engine theme. Uh, I'd or, be yeah, or Boeing. Boeing would be another good one. Mm. You say your joke and then maybe it's the both. music and then. Boing, and then you start a new joke. That's. I feel like it's uh, you, the, you do the punchline that gets yeah. a boing, uh-huh. which immediately goes into the Thomas the Tank Engine song, and then can we hear that, that real stops quick? Stops to start. So I still haven't isolated the boing, um, but we can. Get, at least we, it's at the beginning. Get though. close. Yeah, we just gonna, we're gonna get a little bit of a beat. But all right, ready. Boing. <laughs> It's a little sloppy. <laughs> so I was walking down the street the other day, and I was looking at cars. What weird things cars are. How's this for a joke? Is it going well? That's, I, I am so stoked for this punchline. Uh, let's see what weird things cars are. Uh, oof. Bumpers and headlights. <laughs> Bumpers and headlights. Boing. <laughs> Anyways. So 
Oh god. Uh, now I want to like look up some of my old bad stand-up material and just <laughs> test it <laughs> out with the music. Um, so I had a, a thing happen. Uh, okay. This shit ain't funny, but this is ironic and funny, and it makes me laugh. But I, uh, as I've mentioned in the past, I use the Calm app uh, occasionally, right. not as often as I used to, and not as often as I should but a meditation app uh, and I need to get back on top of that. And I was trying to, we, we did our own guided meditation forever ago. Go back and listen to it. It's very serious (laughs) 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 and very funny. But uh, so I was like, Hey, I gotta get back into this. I've been a little stressed out lately. Uh, More anxious the past few weeks or so noticeably. I'm like, I gotta get back on this. I'm not, I'm eating too much sugar and I'm not doing any exercise or meditating or anything good for me. So let's get on that. So I'm doing a meditation, doing the daily calm. And they, that is every day. uh, I forget her full name, Teresa Palmer, Teresa something. uh, Who's the person who runs that app. Writes a new. Teresa Palmer is an actress. It might be her too. Could be. I don't know. Ah. Tamara. 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 It's Tamara, not Teresa. It's Tim and Eric. It's Tim and Eric. Uh, (laughs) Tim and Eric's calm app. I I don't want to listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Any hoozles. So it's like every day it's a different kind of topic. And just something. you, You do the meditation part of it. And then at the end, she talks about something to think about through the day and blah, blah, blah. Isn't it so weird how cars are? Cars are so weird. Headlights and bumpers. Headlights and bumpers. Headlights and bumpers. <laughs> Boing. Can we Maybe get Thomas the Tank Engine way. as a guest on this podcast? I fucking hope so. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, that particular day, the topic was teachers, not just specifically like in high school, your teachers you've had. But she, I'm like, OK, I don't know what this is going to be about, but well, here I go. I do the meditation. It's about 10 minutes. And then afterwards, she starts talking about teachers and she goes like, think back about all the, the people in your life, the teachers you've had and the, the mentors and the people who have like shown you support in the things you want to do and the things you're interested in and uh, helped you guiding you through the way. And I just immediately like started having a panic attack, like full on, like, Oh, none, 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 none of my teachers, none of, none of particularly the people you would categorize as mentors in my life. We're all very, I, I said it before on this podcast, like I've had, three different people all tell me you could have been great, but you aren't. <laughs> or you could have been great, but you weren't. Oh, we you just could have been a contender. It. You could have been a contender. And I started freaking the fuck out like, oh my god, and realizing like I think I think that's where my perfectionism comes from, is I've had a lot of the people I kind of look up to and the instructors and teachers from film school and high school and co-workers whatever uh the idea that like let's 
hold off until you're perfect and then you can do the thing and i mm-hmm. feel that way about everything in my life uh which is why i do so few things <sighs> yeah that, i think perfect. that i have a similar thing I, I don't think that mine came from teachers as much as i think it came from uh within the family um because my grandma on my mom's side and then also my mom are very much like things that everyone in the world does should be the same way that i do them and when they're different Mm. that means they're wrong different is bad different is bad um Except uh, perhaps in those peach rings, because we're not allowed to know <laughs> if it's better or worse. It's not not allowed. Not coming up. <laughs> uh, but it's like a running joke with the with the rest of the family that like yeah. if you do something, then you say something like, "Oh well, that's not the way I would have done it." Uh, <laughs> and so that kind of. Um, uh, mentality that's been passed through the generations I think is is where a lot of my uh, feelings of perfection probably come from what's interesting yeah. though is like I, I always start at like uh, this has to be perfect whether it's like whether it's anything right now we're moving into a new place like hey this yeah. I'm still in the this ha- this apartment has to be decorated perfectly Every totally. single thing about this apartment has to be perfect. Um, I'm partway through a screenplay. This screenplay yeah. has to be perfect on the first try. Uh, yeah. And then eventually <laughs> I know I'm going to get to a point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get to a point on both of these things yeah. where it's going to become less of like, this has to be perfect and more of like, this works. This has uh, to so, be done at some uh, point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the end, I'll either feel like, man, I wish that this was perfect, or someone will let me know that it's not perfect, and then I'll feel <laughs> bad. And why does that feel so fucking bad? <laughs> it really does. I don't though. know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was in looking stuff up when I did my little research. Uh, I found that uh, inability to not full on inability, but general, you know, inability to take criticism is kind of goes hand in hand with being a perfectionist. And yeah. I think that kind of falls into the category of like, like when I see someone that's acting like I've acted in the past and I'm like, that guy sucks. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, It's like, I know, you know, I know it's not perfect, but don't tell me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I really know, I, at least before then, I can tell myself like, I'm, I just know I'm overreacting. I'm being nitpicky and trying to make things perfect. But there's no such thing as perfect. That's Can't be true. Done. Can't be done. Uh, it, especially, you know, both of us have our little our little creative ventures. And that's the hardest yeah. thing to like 
what's done? There's just no such thing. There's just a point where you stop working on it. I don't know. I've never reached a point with anything where I'm like, I, there's nothing more I would like to do with this. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the, the nice thing is a lot of other like very famous and successful creative types. Um, mm-hmm. You hear from them uh, talking about their projects that are beloved and, and right. uh, successful and they're like, yeah, there are still things that I would change uh, if I could. <laughs> there are things that when I watch this movie or when I, I don't know, listen to the song or whatever, um, yeah. like there were things that I would still tweak if I just had endless time to <laughs> like yeah. work on it. It is, yeah, it is kind of the one like specifically talking about the well, I guess film and music uh, industries. Like it's kind of a positive about the studio system, corporate overlordship is like, man, it's deadlines. It's real hard fucking yeah. deadlines and just kind of got to get stuff done and put it out there, which is hard to do. Uh, I've definitely been working harder on that with music and just like putting stuff out. But even then, it's like I've really to do. Th- I, I did like a year ago, I put out one song that was just like just me with an acoustic guitar there was nothing else on it It it's just a song i wrote and it was probably like one of the songs people reacted best to (laughs) they're like oh this is good Uh, and i'm like i'm just gonna keep doing that here i go i'm gonna keep doing that but then in the back of my mind i'm like but i could also spend this time trying to get better at recording so that it doesn't have to just be a sloppy put stuff out it's like oh it actually sounds good so i'm gonna take courses and watch videos and practice and record and this and that learn how to do stuff i learned i'm learning like orchestration synthesis synthesizer synthesis 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 uh which has been cool it's been cool to learn, but I'm like, man, I am so fucking far past my initial goal of just lottie da throwing some music out just for the sake yeah. of being productive. It's hard. Yeah. I can't do it. But hey, I learned some things. <laughs> uh, the other thing um, that perfectionism really ties into this podcast for is like just general social interactions. Like I always. Yeah. Hope that they're going to go perfectly, which again is impossible. Oh, totally. And I know it's impossible, but that doesn't mean that when it goes imperfectly, it doesn't haunt me for uh, many moons. uh, Absolutely. And, you know, not to point to that because I'm sure it was great, but like that, you're talking about going on a double date. That's a perfect situation of just like, you know three of these people, you don't know one of these people. So it's like, you think you have a pretty good idea of how this is going to go, but it's probably not going to go that way. And you have to deal with that. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Yeah, I will say um, when I first, because we all drove together. And so uh, when I first uh, met this other guy, uh, when he was getting in the car, you know, he, uh, or my girlfriend was like, oh, this is my boyfriend, Chris. 
and then he uh you know stuck out his hand uh to mm-hmm. to shake mine uh and said nice to meet you chris now what do you think i said when i <laughs> shook his hand <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nice to meet you, stranger. I wish. I Uh, said, I'm Chris. (laughs) He already knows that. He said it out loud, and my girlfriend said it right before. So it was, this is my boyfriend, Chris. Nice to meet you, Chris. Nice to meet you, Chris. I'm Chris. I am Chris. This is like a religious text. <laughs> like a hymn. <laughs> oh God, that's great. That's but and the funny thing about any social interaction, obviously, you know, we never know what anybody's thinking or what they're like as a person necessarily internally. I obviously I'm a good example of someone that can uh come off as ah, higher energy. Uh and internally I'm like dying. Uh, so like in in that instance you had done that to me when we first met my reaction could be just like damn that was super confident (laughs) (laughs) am i weird (laughs) i think i'm weird oh he's so much cooler than me (laughs) (laughs) you just you never know uh no i've had plenty of bungled social interactions <laughs> uh I, I nailed one the other day though that was fun because what always frightens me uh, it's any any anything everything frightens me <laughs> is what i'd like to say uh yeah. checks out uh, handshakes high fives hugs that greeting whether we talked about it in one of our episodes what was it, it was like greeting each other we, I, I remember we had some sort of a system for hugging. <laughs> for like, is it a hug or a handshake? I'll have to go back and listen to that. We, we, I think we figured it out, and I've now forgotten it. But I don't remember that at all. Hey, maybe I'm making it up. But it's a very stressful thing to me. And yeah. the other day, I met up with someone, and they put their hand out in a way I've never experienced. But they did it so confidently that it's like, clearly, this is how they do things. And they're younger than I am. So I'm like, maybe this is a new thing. Uh, Okay. They put their hand out. (laughs) Palm down. They put their right hand in. They took their right hand out. Right hand out. (laughs) No, they put their hand in palm down. But like it would be a high five. So not okay, a handshake, okay. palm fully down. Okay. Like the departed. <laughs> yeah. Handshakey test. <laughs> and I I went for it. I went for an underhanded five, <laughs> like a softball pitcher. <laughs> and it seemed to be what they were expecting and everything went okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, I panicked for a second. I've never seen that before. I was hoping you were going to take the hand and give it a little kiss, like a, little, like a princess. <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> yep, and say goodbye then. forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So that was about a uh, a perfect interaction. I I ask for more. As we um, allegedly uh, exit the pandemic. Um, yes. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> I People are starting to shake hands again. I know. And I didn't, it I wasn't ready stresses for that. me out. I yeah. hate it. And like, I thought I get we all kind of like were on the same page. Like, this, right. we don't need to do this anymore. And like, I get that we, uh, you know, after handshakes were we're outlawed um, <laughs> um wanted uh, that we realized that the virus was more uh, airborne as opposed to sure, uh, yeah. transferring uh on by, via surface yeah. um but it's still just like i get weirded out by it like i, I didn't shake yeah. anybody's hand for a year and a half and now right everybody wants to shake hands again yeah it's no weird, especially because I feel like, I mean, obviously people shook hands beforehand <laughs> <laughs> and afterhand, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hand in hand. Uh, but like shaking hands has never felt like, an, this sounds weird in this context, but like an intimate gesture. And it feels like right. that's what people are like. Oh, we can finally shake hands again. Oh, here we go. It's like, no, that's like I shake the hand of people like like I'm just meeting you or I don't know. I don't know what yeah, to it's, do with you. It's <laughs> or more for, you've thrown for a handshake business. at me. Yeah, totally. It's more for business, not for pleasure. No. Oh, yeah. I need a pleasure handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, massage parlors that can hook you up (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh so yeah i don't know that that, that is weird that's hey that's where the the boing should come in boing (laughs) i need a good pleasure handshake i gotta reset it oh boing let me get it closer Try it again. I need a good pleasure handshake. Boing. Ah, I'll cut it out one of these days. Yeah, we'll get there. Beautiful. Perfect and beautiful. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if the listeners know this, but you have exclusive um, soundboard access. (laughs) And I really wish that I had uh, a soundboard (laughs) of my own. Never. Or... Yeah, I think we could both have one if we uh, signed you in. One of these days. One of these days. One of these days. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) So let me, I think I took a picture of this so we can, we can run down this. The, that's a picture of gnocchi I made. This is, oh, this is unrelated. (laughs) Now I'm just scrolling through my pictures. I've been watching a British show called Taskmaster on YouTube. And through that found out that British people call canned whipped cream, squirty cream. No way. It's true. And here's a picture from Tesco there well you're not gonna be able to see that but I it says squirty cream let me see if i can it's backwards but you can see it i can see it yeah it's not backwards for me but uh oh good that's uh, cream. it's wild it's 
fucked Why? up. I don't like what, it. What is going on I over ask. here? I gotta ask my friend Simon. Simon uh, lives in the UK and wanted to come on here, but there's also that level of like. <laughs> in the How UK. are we gonna schedule <laughs> that? Gonna be, it's gonna be really tough to find a time we're all awake. Uh, but he he's offered to like maybe pop in and do like a little recorded, send us a, a pre-recorded or segment. Maybe I'll ask. That'd him be to, hey, that'd be fun if we did a ask like him to uh, justify squirty cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I did take a screenshot of this website, but it's a terrible screenshot and not at all what I was trying to take a picture of. But here it is. So they called these the traits of perfectionism. Okay. Uh, fear of failure. Big for I me. I got that. Procrastination. All the time. Yeah. Focus on results. Absolutely for me. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> getting less sure <laughs> yeah unrealistic standards yes and being highly critical yeah the yeah. most sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that according to very well mind is what they consider the traits of a perfectionist and i relate to all of that uh which is unfortunate, but uh, something else that that brought up that I thought was interesting. Whereas like you would kind of think like a perfectionist wouldn't be a procrastinator. Um, yeah. But it's like, I am both. And uh, being a perfectionist doesn't mean anything I do is good. <laughs> it just means I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, an idea they brought up that I'm like, yes, that I do that all the time is it's the reason you're procrastinating it's are you procrastinating because you're lazy you know so i don't want to do it or are you falling into perfect moment syndrome where you sit and you go like i do want to do that but i'm there's going to be a better time there's going to be a time when i'm like fully in and i'm like i'm going to start writing that screenplay because my heart's in it that time's going to come any day now. <laughs> yeah. I do that a lot. Uh, even with just the DIY fixing of my couch. Uh, there's one more step I've got to do, but I, I'm like, I feel tired every day. So I tell myself like, there's going to be a day I'm not feeling tired. And it's like, that's not true. <laughs> that's, yeah, I don't remember the last day I didn't feel tired. <laughs> yeah. I got to just do it at some point. But yeah. That's so. a little bit how I feel about this move. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I have basically the whole month to move. Kind of makes um, it harder. Yeah. And I mean, I've moved stuff already and I've moved more than my girlfriend has uh like she's hardly nice. moved anything uh what yeah it's a competition a loser and <laughs> i'm i'm winning this move <laughs> you're so winning far. Uh, it's just to get but, there first uh, you got to put a little button in the middle of the room so you can hit <laughs> when you're done <laughs> and then set a timer for her <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah there's but there's still like I ne I also didn't realize I think how much stuff I really have until every, I needed to start moving it. It's the fucking worst. <laughs> Why do and, I have uh, so many things? Yeah. 
and the other problem, like this isn't so much perfectionism, I don't think, but like I'm go, I'll go through some stuff and be like, sure, I don't ever use this. Yeah. When the time comes where I might need it, totally. Wouldn't it be awesome if I had it? Yeah. So, but that's not. That time's I'm, not coming. Because you know? I, I relate hard to that, and I almost wonder if that is like, like I'm not going to say either of us are hoarders, but I wonder if that is like yeah. a mindset that can lead to that. Like, I know, you know, that show Hoarders that used to be so popular, and you go like, God, how do you end up like that? And it's like, yeah, I do definitely keep a lot of stuff because it's like, yeah, you think there'll, oh, there'll be a perfect moment. There'll be a moment that this will come in handy. There's also just an ideal version of me that will never be surprised by anything. I'm ready for everything. I have all the things I could ever possibly need. (laughs) Will I be able to find them? Fuck no. (laughs) They're all in a box in my closet. But I've got it all and I'm never getting rid of it. (laughs) There's so many things that like I um, didn't realize I had. (laughs) and there and some of them will be things where i'm like oh it's good to know now that i have that because i've wondered if i had anything like it before Mm -hmm. so i guess i'll keep it but (laughs) in my mind i know i'm gonna forget i have it again oh yeah and so it's just gonna take up space Uh, there's gonna be no point to me keeping it nope never And it does every time I go to Goodwill or something and get rid of a bunch of stuff. It always feels great. Yeah. And I I have gotten rid of some things that I care about, but I'm just like, it, it doesn't make sense. There's no reason for me to have it. So I'll get rid of it. I've never regretted anything. Never. Once it's gone, I'm good. Even yeah. I, uh, the collecting episode, I think I mentioned that all of my CDs got stolen. And that is a collection. That is something I cared so fucking much about. Once it was gone, I'm still kind of like bummed. I collected all right. that as a good collection. But it did not feel nearly as bad as I would have guessed. Like, those CDs were like everything to me. And they were gone. And I'm just like, all right. Well, onward. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we've really, we've really got to figure out how we're gonna handle my movie collection, <laughs> um, my hundreds upon hundreds of uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. No, every every relationship I've ever been in, it's like my girlfriend has five DVDs. <laughs> it's like two hundred fifty something, somewhere yeah. in there. Like, uh, sorry. <laughs> dvds take up an entire wall yeah Um, or like they are right now my closet um i and i realize that this is well i guess this is sort of perfectionist related i'm gonna tie it back baby making it happen um i want my movie collection to be perfect which means that it can never stop growing (laughs) which means it will only take up more space yeah I don't know what the 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 point where I mean I guess the point was yeah my previous relationship we just kind of ran out of space <laughs> yeah for DVDs and yeah it just kind of reached a point where I'm like all right I gotta stop and then it's been years now 
and I just haven't bought any more. So yeah, I guess I guess what I'm saying is across the board, all of these things, the answer is Nike. Just do it. Yeah. Do you think they're the most perfectionist <laughs> brand? Yeah, maybe. That swoops a little weird. It's not perfect. You think it's a sloppy swoop? It's a sloppy swoop. A sloopy, sloopy whoop? Loop, loop, loop. Boy, speaking of sloppy over here. <laughs> Cutting me off with your own <laughs> Cut you right off. <laughs> this is why I need a soundboard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was fun. <laughs> Go on. Um, no, I, I was... Uh, I was accusing you of being whoops. sloppy. Ah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Sloopy Sloop John B. Uh, another thing to talk about. Yeah. With, uh, that was brought up on those the traits uh the first one fear of failure uh probably the biggest for me we've talked a lot about it and on a i mean a i like doing new shit all the time like i'm constantly getting into new stuff like reupholstering my couch (laughs) or painting or photography or just i love learning about new shit and trying to get good at it and that just means i'm gonna fail constantly and I still can't get used to it. And I really thought actively, and it makes all the sense in the world. Everyone says it's what it does for them. Really thought improv would be the thing to help me with that. Just be like, oh, I'm just failing all the time. But instead, it's just like, I'm failing all the time. <laughs> and it feels bad. I can't get yeah. it over it. I can't get over it. It always hurts. Yeah, it's it's wonderful that we can bring another episode back to improv because every uh, time that was uh, we've talked about it before, but I would spend a lot of scenes kind of off to the side waiting for the perfect moment to come in, totally, the perfect yeah. joke to deliver to make Ugh. the scene perfect. Yeah, and uh, you can't uh, do that. <laughs> it's like that's the perfect point to make. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's a, that's exactly me. Is and it would be, and this is what the training is for. Is like I'm on the back line, and like I feel it. I feel those instincts where it's like someone says something, and I have a response. Mm-hmm. But instead, I stop because I'm like, I don't want to interrupt. I want to let them be perfect. Yeah. And I don't want to ruin it. So I'm going to wait until my perfect moment. And then some bullshit happens out there. And you're like, God damn, if I had gone out there and said that thing, this would be a much better scene. (laughs) 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 Too bad I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. It's the worst. But uh, I, I found no growth in it. Where was the growth? I was supposed to grow. Become a better boy. There's uh, no growing in improv. Um, that's, that's what's up. A, an improv team of their own. Yay! Yeah. Um, you mentioned um, your your reupholstering uh, your uh, couch. 
Yeah. I we had to buy a new couch for uh, our apartment. The couch that I have, I love the couch that I have. Great couch, but it's way too fucking big. It's a big ass uh, couch to fit in this place. You're currently it's, living a big ass apartment. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do but live nice in a, place. and that's also part of why it's taking me so long to move stuff is I have yeah. so much stuff because I have the space for it yeah. and I am uh, going to have considerably less space in uh, this new place. But uh, we had to get a new sofa. My girlfriend wanted uh, a sofa that also pulls out to a bed sure. uh, so that when guests come to visit, they got a place to, mm-hmm. s- to sleep. Yeah. Um. And so we went to so many different stores and sat on so many couches <laughs> looking for the perfect couch. Uh, so hard. Yeah. And we found one that was great. It, it had the sleeper uh, yeah. uh, c- ability um, and the cushions that we sat in were so soft because I love a soft couch. All about it. Um, and a lot of the sleeper sofas that we tried were not so soft. Mm. Uh, but we finally found one and it was nice and soft. And we were like, okay, this is a good, um, you know, compromise of what each of us wants. It folds yeah. into a bed and it's soft. It got delivered last week. Um, and uh, we, we paid for the assembly because I didn't want to put a, a sleeper sofa together. Totally. Um, <laughs> And they were like, you got to let the cushions kind of sit for like a day or two, especially because there's the mattress inside. Um, So that's also kind of got to like sit for a couple days. Weird. And a couple days later, I was assembling more furniture in the new place. And I was like, you know what? The sofa has had enough time to air out. I'm going to sit on that sofa. Fuck yeah. Evan. Hmm. These cushions are so stiff. They need to be broken in, I'm assuming, because they are they are not so soft. The back cushions are soft. Brutal. And the like side pillows are soft, but those cushions that you sit on are not soft. And I I don't know how to to break them in other than just like like just be punching them, but yeah, uh, it's Just take it was all your truly fury like, out. I I laughed as I sat alone on this couch. Just the <laughs> sheer failure that I felt. It's like the Joker. He's lost yeah, his just, mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I sat there and I laughed to myself of just like we we really must have failed. <laughs> we got swindled by Bob's discount furniture. Oh, Bob will get you every time. I never thought about that. Like when you are trying out furniture in stores, it's pretty broken in. A lot of other people. It's pretty broken in. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, damn. My when we got my couch, it was the floor model though, so it was broken in as fuck. And now it's just broken. Oh, uh, where are we at? We're, we're reeling. We're reeling down. I got a, a one last thing to talk because obviously, being a perfectionist, yeah, didn't make me thrive the way one would expect in film school. 
<laughs> mm. Seems like a good place for perfectionists. Uh, but again, I was just a competitive asshole. <laughs> it's yeah. tough when you're you're a perfectionist and 19 <laughs> to, to be, you know, good at things or fun to be around. <clears throat> People seem to enjoy me, though, so whatever. But uh, so I got to direct one short uh, in terms of the like group projects where everyone had a whatever you a crew position uh so i got to direct yeah. that one i didn't write it it was a friend of mine wrote it and it was a horror movie and i was very into it and so like i i wanted it to just be perfect you know and it's pretty quick i think the first lesson you learn when you direct anything is like well it's not gonna be <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't you worry this is not going to be perfect at all but i i a, a weird thing about being a perfectionist is that my interests are so imperfect with music and film i love sloppy shit <laughs> i love weird stuff i love like noisy alternative rock crap that's like no if i recorded it i would have made it perfect and it would have sounded like shit <laughs> So like, I don't know, I don't know what to do with myself, but I was coming into this being like, I love, so the, the short in essence is a little kid having nightmares about monsters. So we've got all these cool monster masks and, you know, thinking up cool ways to make them look real with lighting and props and shit like that. And I love that. I love like old Roger Corman movies and shit like that, where I'm like, let me let's do camera tricks. Let's just do whatever we can to make this look fucking scary. And working with the DP there to make that happen. And so much of it really does look legit. There's one, one in particular that was, was uh, we had a mask for, I don't know what you would call it in general, but like essentially a creature of the black lagoon looking thing, like a fish monster mask. Yeah, and these were like really high quality masks, not just like Halloween store masks. <laughs> these are uh, somebody's collection. They had like a shit ton of like really beautiful, realistic masks. Uh, so we used that, and it was in the script. It was supposed to come out of the kid's hamper, a clothing hamper, and just come like blah, come up as if like. I don't know, just coming out of nowhere, essentially, which is impossible mm-hmm. <laughs> without rebuilding yeah. this house. And so I had the idea, I'm like, all right, for that, because it'll be a cutaway shot, we're going to get the kid in the hamper, <laughs> put this giant mask on the kid's head, cover the kid in clothes, and then you just get the head coming out. And it looks like it's kind of coming out from an unreasonable angle, not from nowhere, but from a smaller right. person. I'm like, this is going to be perfect. It's it's so bad. <laughs> it looks, it <laughs> looks just, it's so clearly just like a little kid with this giant fucking mask on <laughs> coming out of the hamper. And I'm like, you know, the rest of it, it's not perfect, but I think it came out okay. And it was just like, there was nothing. And I, we couldn't, just come to that between me, the editors, and uh, the writer. Just being like, I don't think this shot needs to be here. <laughs> this looks really fucking bad. Uh, but everyone else was like, yeah, but it's fun. It's funny. It's it's goofy. I'm like, but that's 
but that's not perfect. That's not that's <laughs> but but that's not what I want. It's not okay if yeah. it's like all of a sudden this looks silly and bad and that makes people laugh. That's a bad thing. I don't yeah. I don't want them to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I lost out on that and it is in there and it looks silly as fuck and now uh, 10 plus years removed from it I do find it very funny <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, shit like that and maybe one of a billion reasons why I don't direct shit ever <laughs> anymore <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know I get too caught up in stupid bullshit god damn that looks stupid <laughs> well well i think looking stupid is a great way to tie us into what have we learned and uh you know we learned those those traits that fear of failure that procrastination the highly critical all those things and we learned that that's us that's us baby that's us that's why this podcast is so perfect Yes, uh, and that's, I mean, the, hey. yeah, that's the thing. Every episode of this podcast has been perfect, flawless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that you know, we've told that story a billion times before. But that was truly like, uh, without you, I never would have started this because I, I just needed someone else to push me because I'm like, I don't know what I wanted it to be in the first place, but I wanted it to just. When you want something to be quote unquote perfect, it's kind of like you're just constantly searching. Sometimes you don't even know what that perfect is. You're, so I was like searching for it. And then like you and I just kind of like talked it over over dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's it. <laughs> I think we did it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's what I'm learning, but I'm still really bad at is I I need collaborators. And I'm bad at collaboration. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really <laughs> bad at doing it, but it's helpful. It's good to have other people's shit out there. Uh, so that's something I'm learning. Uh, get rid of your stuff. <laughs> You'll feel better. <laughs> we learned that. It's not that big a deal to get rid of some of your shit. You'll feel better in the morning. Yeah. But not my 500 movies. Um... um I'm going to sneak in and get rid of three of them. Which three? Now you'll find out. (laughs) No. You're going to make me go through my Excel spreadsheet and see which ones are missing? Yes. No. Yeah. 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 Something that uh, (laughs) is not missing is us on a variety of uh, podcasting platforms. We're on... All of them. I'm talking yeah. Spotify, Woo. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Ow. Music, Pocket <laughs> Cast, the web browser, howdowehuman.com. Uh, you can website. check us out on uh, <laughs> any of them. We got that website. You can check us out on any of these places. <laughs> you can, uh, you know, bombard your friends with... Um, Links to where they can listen to us on, you know, if they're like, oh, well, I, I am not on Spotify, uh, you know, after uh, their uh, controversies last year. <clears throat> hey, send them that yeah. uh, Apple podcast link. Send them the URL to our website. Go uh, in our bio link or just type it out. L-I-N-K-T-R 
dot ee dash h o w w e uh oh <laughs> never mind i spelled it wrong <laughs> we how go. we do human oh well anyway you're uh, or go to every single one of those platforms yes. and give us a little rating leave a review uh all of these wonderful things that um, uh, most of you tune out when you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can also check us out on a variety of social media platforms. Oh, I love that. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that handle. You can follow us on Twitter at How Do We Human Pod. We got those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> we got them. Ah, I was gonna do something and forgot what I was going to say. It was gone. I fucked up. Go Check on. us out on Facebook at How Do We Human. I don't think you're ready for that handle. Or send us an email at How Do We Human Pod at gmail.com. The best part of that handle is that we got it. <laughs> You do it every time. And it's the funny thing is it's never intentional. <laughs> I always it's a panic. <laughs> I'm like, is it, which one's the one I'm supposed to do? Which one am I not supposed to do? Got it. Snatched it. Because back right next to each other, snatched feels like the one I, that would be inappropriate. <laughs> it, I, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. It's not until you finish the lyric that got is the one that... Uh, it's like, oh, the, oh, I see what I did. It's a little bluer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Before we get into plugs, Evan, I will yeah. say I have not practiced at all my John Malkovich impression. Do we want to do them? I have not either. I have watched Con Air. <laughs> hey, isn't that uh, a great movie? It's a good time. Uh, I yeah, I didn't do any of that. I was working on. I, I, I've got a new impression. I'm like, ooh, I'm interested in nailing that down. Okay, uh, and that's Jason Bateman. Uh, I don't see a lot of Jason yeah. Bateman impressions out there, but I felt I felt like I see. Now I'm gonna be here, and it's I'm gonna do it, and it's gonna sound terrible. But <laughs> you know, buddy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big part of it I can't get into yeah. it I can't do it on here you know we yeah, just that's, a, that's buddy, interesting should we just it's, it's just not the right time <laughs> yeah uh, I feel like yeah he, he kind of tilts his head up a little bit I feel like when he's speaking and it's kind of you know well I I I uh, don't know what I expected there, pal. Yeah, it's like it's he kind of goes up with uh with him. So maybe we'll add that to the rotation. Goldblum, Malkovich, and Bateman. The classics. Uh, hey, reach out to us on those social media platforms. Give us random uh celebrities you want us to uh <laughs> do half-assed impressions of. Hell yeah, <laughs> Evan. You got anything you'd like to plug? Naturally obviously what do i gotta go into an episode with nothing to plug (laughs) (laughs) i would never (laughs) you've done that at least (laughs) twice in the past (laughs) maybe 
that's not a who remembers the past. It's all about the present. Uh, what I want to talk about, this isn't really something to plug as much as it's just like an idea, something that needs to happen, something I want to work on, but it's got to be perfect. Okay. Um, I was looking around and I, I couldn't find evidence of this ever happening. There is, as far as I can see, not a movie starring Alan Arkin and Ellen Barkin at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's silly. We need a vehicle for Arkin and Barkin and Alan and Ellen. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's true. Alan Arkin, Ellen Barkin. Embark. Ooh, now we're on something. <laughs> Let's get a log line together. <laughs> Alan Arkin yeah, and Ellen Noah's Barkin and embark on a i'd say i thought that like uh alan's bark (laughs) (laughs) it's worse than his bite (laughs) (laughs) it's like like noah's ark but just for dogs uh you are correct they have not worked together they have not worked together at all i also realized in looking this up i've really not seen ellen barkin in much of anything I know. I, I don't She's think a very I have I've seen person. Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah, I never I've seen saw Ocean's it. Thirteen, and that might be it. <laughs> I see she was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I've seen that, but I don't remember her in it. Uh, Let me look up old Ellen Barkin's filmography. I mean, she's been on Animal Kingdom for the past decade or so, which yeah, I don't I know mean, why. That played that uh, that. Advertisement would play every time oh, I went boy. to an AMC theater. <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know what it is about that show that looks unbearable to me. <laughs> I, I completely agree, and it's right in that wheelhouse where it's like, yeah, no, I love Breaking Bad, I love Ozark. Like, it seems like it's kind of in that world. I'm just like, no, this looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. I have it. seen. I've seen Sea of Love. Oh, congratulations. Ocean's 13. Uh, I guess I've seen The Cobbler. Um, (laughs) I don't remember her in that at all. Uh, And then, of course, uh, the trailers for Animal Kingdom and this podcast's dearly beloved, The New Normal. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Naturally. Yeah. So. Evan, Animal Kingdom ended. In 2019. What? It only ran for three years. This, no, this is impossible. What is happening? Oh, I've hang been on. Seeing... Maybe it's... You know what? Let me... Let me... Um, refresh that. <laughs> uh, she is no longer on Animal Kingdom. Oh, spoilers! That's, what, that's why that's, uh, that's come up here. Yeah, because I'm like, I've been seeing endless fucking ads for it ending this year. <laughs> Yeah, she is no longer um, on. Let me see what happens to like her character. Let me just spoil years? it for us. Eight years? It's got a high yeah, rating on IMDb. It's got an 8.2. Does it really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm that's good. strange. Um, She's uh, shot dead in um, <laughs> season four. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good for you, Barkin. Get out of there. 
Do you want to know? I'm just going to read you uh, her character's uh, Wikipedia biography. Real quick. Oh, it's only a couple sentences. But, okay. uh, Ellen Barkin as Janine Smurf Cody. Right, Smurf. The tough matriarch of the Cody family and Jay's estranged grandmother who runs a criminal enterprise in Oceanside, California. Smurf is very protective of her family and presents a borderline incestuous love towards them. She is forced to kill her adopted son, Baz, after he betrays her and she's briefly confined to jail. She is later diagnosed with terminal cancer and plans an elaborate final job, the bunker heist, to die on her own terms and take at least Pope with her. However, after her sons refuse to go through with it, she is shot dead by Jay, who fulfilled her wish. Wow. All right. Well, well that's a different. That type does sound of insufferable. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't and, and it's weird. Anyway, you... back to uh, <laughs> back to Arkin and Barkin. Uh, Arkin and Barkin. Uh, yeah. No, we, we, they just need something. Uh, you know. Yeah. Alan Arkin's up there. <laughs> we don't know how much longer we've got. Yeah. We've got old Arkin on there. And yeah. Adam Arkin and Ellen Barkin's is not the same. It's not the same, but Adam Arkin is welcome to be a sure. part of this cast. How about Arkin Arkin and Barkin? Can't. Arkin Arkin and Barkin, they're three lawyers. Yes. Yes. A B. They will Arkin, fight Arkin, for Arkin. you. Uh Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got going on? I'd also like to um, plug a concept that I think needs to be enacted. Fuck yeah. And uh, it's to um, just annihilate all um, algorithms. Yeah. As much as I've, uh, you know, cut back severely on my Facebook time, Mm -hmm. my Twitter time, and my Instagram time, um the now the one thing that i can't help myself from uh from looking at is on my phone if i you know swipe to the right on the home screen i get a bunch of google news stories mm, that yes google has curated for me google's Ooh. and the problem is um i don't like a lot of the stories that are posted no. and some of them one of them uh recently was a blatant spoiler for yeah. Doctor Strange, and it infuriated me. <laughs> this is what they I do. I'm off social media specifically to avoid these things. Yeah, not no, it's not the only reason, but uh, <laughs> that's it's up there. There are. Um, I've been there, and I will say there are ways to remove that from your your browser. But all right, I'm gonna have oh, to figure that awful. out because it, it is. I mean, I've had to go through and individually select and be like, "Don't show me things from these websites." Yeah. Um, I recently had to say, "Stop showing me shit about the Met Gala." I could not care less. <laughs> um, you sure? There's so many things that are like so and so stuns in. It was like Emma Stone stuns in Greece in this oh. uh, silver pantsuit uh, for her. Uh, a movie premiere or so and so uh totally served looks at the met gala so and so understood the assignment stone stuns in the sun with her son 
also there's so many um news stories that are like hey uh this is not news this was like public knowledge like five or six years ago (laughs) totally yeah they'll link you to old stuff they'll link you to bullshit sites that are just Right. The, more so than Twitter, Google is like actively trying to find stuff that like boils my blood. <laughs> Just yes. makes me pissed off. And it's bad. It's like, why are you showing me stuff from websites I've never visited? Yeah, because absolutely. Other people are clicking on it and they want to know. Florence like, Pugh's flippy bob hairstyle is a master class for growing out a pixie cut. <laughs> why would i want this i don't know i mean you want a master class on growing out a bob cut yeah bob cut. i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well that's... i want to grow into a robert cut mm, yes robert cut Robert Cut. <laughs> Melanie Linsky flaunts cleavage in red dress alongside husband Jason Ritter at candy premiere in LA. Who gives a shit? I mean, I'm not not interested in that one. That's the other thing, is like I can't like say like you know, this was a this was you're you're way off the mark. You're like you're off it by a considerable amount. But you're not way off. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Felton says playing evil wizard Draco Malfoy did him, quote, no favors with the girls in school. Thomas Felton. Draco. Okay, that wasn't supposed to play twice. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Drake. <laughs> Here's where Johnny Depp and ex-Kate Moss stand, now amid claims he once pushed her down the stairs. Johnny, no! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I keep scaring myself. <laughs> That was inappropriate. So many of these algorithms are are hell bent on yeah. making sure I have every piece of information in the Johnny Depp oh, yeah. trial. Oh yeah. Um no thank you. No, I haven't shown any interest in it. No, I didn't vote for Minamata in the uh, uh best films of twenty twenty one for the Oscars. Uh. And I definitely don't think I've done anything to warrant this many ads from Rick Caruso for mayor, but good on you, man. Holy shit. Holy Rick Caruso shit for Rick mayor. Caruso. Oh my God. Uh, losing in you the polls. You got a plan to clean up the homeless crisis, <laughs> but you don't have a plan to stop me from hitting the skip ad button oh! on YouTube. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Get wrecked. Get wrecked, Caruso. <laughs> Get wrecked, Caruso. Get I mean, if, if it's down to you and uh, someone Republican, I guess we gotta vote for you, but yeah. get wrecked otherwise, buddy. Get wrecked and goodbye! <laughs> okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs>